0: Hey guys, DisLife Mark here, and I wanna tell you all about the official travel partner here at Chip and Company. Let our good friend Sarah at Destination to Travel help you plan your next Disney vacation. Sarah specializes in planning dream vacations for your family. She's an authorized Disney vacation planner, and she can help with every step of your magical vacation. The best thing is that her services are 100% free. Wanna travel beyond Disney? Sarah has you covered there too. Wanna find out more? Fill out a trip request form over at the website at Chip Co Or email her directly at sarahsolberg at d2travel.com. What are you waiting for? Start planning that dream vacation today. Email her at sarahsolberg at d2travel.com. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas.
1: Welcome, foolish mortals. Greetings, program. Amigos, amigos down there. It is me up here. Alrighty, folks. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the train and remain seated at all times. That's nice work,
0: pal. Well, we have one of those new talking machines. Now, that is something. We know what our
1: goals are we know what we hope to accomplish and believe me it's the most exciting and challenging assignment we've ever tackled
0: hello everybody and welcome to dislife podcast thank you for being a part of our disney lives here on the chip and company podcast network my name is mark valentine and i am the host of Life podcast Join us weekly as we discuss the very best of Disney parks, resorts, dining, and beyond. Don't forget, smash that subscribe button to access more incredible audio content from the Chip and Company podcast network. And this is your reminder to head over to chipandco.com for the latest and the most uplifting headlines from across the Disney parks from around the world. If you want to support the show, buy us a cup of coffee on our new patron site, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Podcast. The donation helps the show go strong here, and we create special contents for our supporters, including behind-the-scenes content and much, much more. On today's podcast, Disney Stinks, literally, we are discussing the magic of smelters and the most appealing scents from Disney parks and resorts. But before we get into the episode, let's welcome once again, this stink brain back to the studio, the co-host of Diz Life Podcast, the one and only Greg, the Disney fanatic. Let's get a whiff of this guy. Greg,
1: how are you doing? Uh hoy, hoy Mark Valentine and Diz Life Podcast. Hopefully my mic is now working and everything is good. Uh, if not, Mark would have interrupted me already. You sound amazing. Thank you. I am amazing. Uh, it's a it's an amazing day here, Mark. I'm doing excellent. Thank you so much for asking. How you you? How are you? Every, everything's good here. I'm good. It you? was 22 degrees. Little snow today. Little blistery cold. Not bad though, man. No, no. I'll take it was 93. Uh, it was beautiful. A light breeze. I actually will send you a picture of our picturesque, beautiful sunset here in Davenport, Florida. No, man. Life is great. How is uh how's the family doing? Everybody's having coffee chat. It's coffee chat now.
0: Everybody's doing great. Uh we are getting ready for my daughter's birthday. Um, I'm always a fan like this is my favorite time of the year as we start to transition in spring because that means that like summer's right around the corner. I just have to get through the season of pain, which is allergies.
1: Once I get through that, man, I'm I'm good. I am good Speaking to go of allergies. I woke up and my car instead of being blue was green this morning. <laughs> yeah. The pollen is falling. Everything is is so nasty down here, sneezing like crazy. I don't really have allergies too bad, but this time of year, it's uh, brutal on everybody. Well, I but feel, hey, look, we have flower and garden starting, so that'll help out yeah. the allergies. I was just going to
0: say, I feel bad for you because if you're all stuffed up, you can't take advantage of all these amazing Disney smells that we're going to be talking about today in our main attraction.
1: <laughs> 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 Some <laughs> of these smells are wonderful. Some of these smells are not so great. But um yeah, man, let's get into this. Yeah, but before we do that, you know what we've
0: got to do, man. It's time for first takes. <sighs> And now it's time for DisLife First Takes. First Takes! These are the headlines that are going to get you talking this week. First Takes! We here at Life Podcast are giving you the first word on Disney news and harsh headlines. First Takes! So here's what's firing off this week over at Chip and Company. First Takes! I'm so- Dude, that's never going to get old for me. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about the headlines that are going to get you guys talking this week. Uh, first up, Greg. Permits suggest that Rock and Roller Coaster at Disney's Hollywood Studios is going to be closed a little bit longer than was expected. That's right, the Rock and Roller Coaster at Disney's Hollywood Studios recently closed for a major refurbishment. Uh, the permits that were filed suggest the attraction is going to be closed longer than most people expected. Uh, there were two permits filed for the coaster, uh, each one with an expiration date in September of 2023. Uh, one was filed with the Adena Corporation. The company specializes in coaster track work and worked on several Disney projects, including Tron Lightcycle Run. That's not great because that took forever. <laughs> the permit expires on September 7th of 2023. Another permit that was filed with Maddox expires on September 14th of 2023. And that permit covers electrical work. Uh, the Disney world website states this rocktastic attraction will resume its super stretch limo rides in summer of 2023. That's the voice they use on their, on their stuff while the official summer season ends on September 23rd.
1: How about some backstage passes? <laughs> hey
0: Stephen, how about some backstage passes? The permit dates technically line up with Disney's estimated reopening for the ride. Here's my question with this one, man. Please go ahead. Are we getting a refurb or are we getting a retheme? Because the contract is over with Aerosmith. We are in uncharted territory and this is going down for a long time. Long enough to maybe put another band on this? Or am I am I just hopeful?
1: Uh, okay, in all seriousness, Mark... How would you like me to answer this? Would you like me to be happy Greg or, or snarky Greg? I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure out which be... one I want to go with this morning. All
0: right. So let's be
1: snarky because I feel like that one would be more fun. Okay. First off. How is this going to be closed longer than expected when it's expected to be closed until the end of summer? How is this an article? Look, I know we work for shipping Company, <laughs> but how is this an article? This makes no sense. This is exactly what Disney said it was going to be. So now you're telling me we're writing articles about how Disney's right on their projections, only saying that they're wrong on their projections? Come on, this makes no sense. Second off, let's just get rid of the whole rock and roller coaster thing, leave the the ride change the music out we don't need goofy and power line that yes, five do. people really like yes we do no one really likes a goofy movie it's just such this little cult of personality people here at disney that like that no one really likes Powerline. line how people are like oh my god you? it's a goofy movie who cares about a goofy movie <laughs> I, I i do I do think Max Goof is a little You're bit of a... You are the one of the five.
0: Well, I think Max Goof is a little bit of a power jerk Rob, to his power,
1: death. Powerline Rob. Uh, wait, dude, <laughs> uh, piano that, Rob yeah.
0: is the other one. Henceforth, you shall be known as Darth Vader. Henceforth, you shall be known as <laughs> Powerline, Powerline Rob. Rob. Our good <laughs> friend, Piano Rob. Check him out on Instagram. We love our We love our buddy, Rob.
1: <laughs> But see, come on, let's, let's just get rid of, Oh, let's bring in uh, Metallica. Yes. No, not going to happen. Let's bring in kiss. No, not going to happen. You know why? Cause the majority of people could care less what they want. How about is, Backstreet Boys? They want Christina Aguilera, yeah. Britney Spears. Give me Madonna. How about we do facelift with Dude, Madonna and okay. you literally go, like fly across her no. face and it stretches out and then you can inject Botox into it. <laughs> Why don't we do the Orlando based boy bands that way? That makes a lot of sense. But are they owned by Disney?
0: They're not. But how many of those or are we going to have the
1: universal music s- group problem again? We could. Yeah. I, I don't
0: care. Listen, I don't care. Just give me my ride back. <laughs> All, <laughs>
1: All right. Speaking of, of music, make it. In- hey, it's a scary indoor coaster with Craig McGruff, the crime dog. Make it a super stretch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of musicals, <laughs> Rogers, the musical,
0: is coming to the Hyperion Theater in Disney's California Adventure. Um, I had a little bit of a fever dream last week on and company talking about the superheroes that I want to see get their own musical adventure. But th- it's really happening. This is not a fever dream. Rogers the musical will be coming to the Hyperion Theater over at Disneyland in California Adventure. The speculation is over. Disney Parks and Entertainment leaked that Rogers the Musical will be coming to the Hyperion. Uh, they posted this via their Instagram account that shows a woman fashioned like Peggy Carter, red right and blue hat with a playbill of Rogers the Musical as it was first seen in Marvel Studios Hawkeye, which was produced for Disney Plus. Disneyland then teased the arrival of the short one-act version of Rogers the Musical which will be coming at a later date. So stay tuned for more updates as far as what the premiere will be over at the Hyperion. And then obviously we have our buddy Robbie out there that will probably see this thing and then give us a review. And maybe we can get some screenshots of it too, unless Disney has made it like photography is prohibited during the performance. Greg, you know how excited and excited I am for this being a Marvel shill. I dropped an expletive on Facebook chat That was a four letter word because now I'm going to have to drop money to get back over to Disneyland. Are you as excited as I am about this or is this just me being silly because you know my love for Broadway and Marvel?
1: No, these two hit your uh, your dopamine right yeah, there. Yeah, they check my bar Yeah, and and um, I, yeah, I'm I'm really happy for you. Um, I sent it to you right away the moment I saw it. I was like, I'm thinking of Mark, and all you did was like beep, and I was like, did he not like this? No, he <laughs> I, said, oh, he yeah, I said, oh yeah, I said, oh f, <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah, this is cool. Look, this is a phenomena that happened and everybody was talking about this when this happened when we were at D23 expo we got to see this live they're going to expand it out a little bit make it a little bit longer than what we saw yeah, well, so they that's have really to cool. yeah they have do to do more than I one song i care about this I don't as much as you do, and but I uh, to be quite honest, I'm happy that you're happy, and I would join you out in Disneyland to watch this.
0: We're so happy, you're so happy. Just as long as you stay happy, we'll stay happy. Just one row pots of pans with my dad, little gurgles, <laughs> darling. I must go now. I'm sorry. I get into these moods where I just break into the, into woods at any point, man. I don't.
1: I'm sorry. I let you go because I don't remember the lyrics as well as you do. I'm sorry, uh, I have seen it a, met- a plethora of times, dude. In fact, I'm going to see it in Orlando. Wait, coming wait, wait, up wait. in wait. Ma-
0: could, could we talk about the fact that Chip has given us the green light on a Broadway section on the website? I I <laughs> hope it works out as well as you wanted to. Uh, listen, <laughs> no one will care. There will be you like deserve it to the five readers that are out there that will read my Broadway
1: articles. Welcome. <laughs> it's going to be Hadestown and Juliet Hamilton. I do love Hadestown. Uh, well, <laughs> we're going to try. I, I, look. We, we are you got to go start seeing uh, more? Well, I mean, you got to go see uh, Hercules, which uh, mm. originally people were speculating Hercules was going to be in the Hyperion Theater. So when they announced this, not, I thought yeah. this was much better. Rogers of the Musical. Come on, man. you got to do it. Um, Hercules is in rough shape
0: right now. The, the reviews that are coming out of Paper Mill are not great. Um, it's got a lot of kinks. Like, it's got a lot of problems. People are saying that the Muses are great. They're they're easily the best part of the show, but uh, the we king. can't listen. We cannot turn this into a Broadway discussion. Uh, maybe, maybe some other day, but we, we certainly could. Keep. I mean, going. honestly, yeah. Well, let's keep but, going. All right, all right. Uh, Disney gossip, and I think that this is going to be a big article because I think people like Disney gossip. Um, but we asked and posed the question, could a Mirabelle meet and greet be replacing Merida over in the
1: magic wait, kingdom? Wait, 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 wait. Is this Disney gossip? Like, Oh, the permits were filed till the end of summer. And Disney said it was going to be open till the end of summer kind of thing. No,
0: this is just a no. story that we ran that I think is going to be popular because one, I think people love Encanto. So I yeah. think people are going to click on this for two reasons. One, people love Mirabelle. People love Encanto. Two, people get their... They're, you know, what twisted when they hear of something that's going away. So I think you're going to get people who come to see Mirabelle. And I think you're going to come, have people come to like, just sign on and go, don't take away my meet and greet with Merida. But they probably don't even know where the hell it is. (laughs) So who knows? But listen, there's some, there's some dizzy gossip that's circulating. And you know what? We leaned into it here at Chip and Comedy. Uh, But there's, there's a rumor that Mirabelle might be coming to the Magic Kingdom later this year. And the character meet and greet most likely can or will take over the spot where Merida currently resides with the meet and greet, which is across from Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe to the right hand side. If you're looking at a dead on of the castle, as you know, Mirabelle first debuted at the Magic Kingdom as part of Disney's Adventure Friends Cavalcade in June of 2022 Disney has not officially announced a Mirabelle meet and greet, but chances are good that she is going to be greeting guests at some time, given her popularity with the fans. Uh, she also has had some various meet and greets over at Epcot since November of 2022. Greg, would you like to see Mirabelle in the Magic Kingdom? What would you think about her taking over the spot that Merida currently sits in? Are you
1: okay with that? Um, so, i know you love merida i'm gonna dispel a little bit of this um in because you said it could be a little snarky so i'm being a little snarky well i said Uh, i gave you a one time time snark pass they would have to redo the whole mirabelle area i'm sorry the whole um, merida area yeah um to make it into Encanto and the house that's not going to happen they have other ideas for an attraction for Encanto at disney world so yeah i don't think they're going to do that but Will you see Maribel in Disney World? Absolutely. She is walking around Epcot on random days right now, Mark. She is. So, why do you have to have her take over a spot that is already Correct. themed? And looks amazing over there. Correct. Would I love to see more Mirabel? I want to see more of all the characters. I want to see uh, an Encanto meet and greet of the whole characters. Like I want to go into the casa and like go to my left, and there's there's uh, Luisa, and there's Mirabelle and then you just keep going down the line until you meet all the cousins and the whole family, and uh, at the end is Abuela. Give me it all. She's the villain of Encanto. Just that's all right. I still want to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> she's the evil I want one. her to give me a candle. So, yeah, listen, and a door. You're spot on, on dude. Candle. You are spot on. D- d-
0: please don't take away Merida. She is one of the coolest meet and greets. A lot of people don't know when she meets. She She's not there frequently, but then again, man, it it gets hot. It gets really hot outside, but yeah. Who, who Merida?
1: Yeah. Well, she oh, is she's in the shade. all the time. Yeah, but isn't that like weird hours? No, it's, it's like 10 to 5. Oh, yeah, she's putting in a, she's, she's putting, putting put in, in a now. work day. All right. Yeah. All right. She's there. Well, I think, uh, look, you and I have discussed in the past and you were amazing in how you express this, where Bob Iger was going to come in and do these little things and uh, where everybody was like, oh, they're doing it. Yeah. All the characters are all over Disney World right Smoke. now. We are getting more and more characters every single day. So they're not going to take away one to put in something else when Mirabelle is walking around Epcot anyway. Yeah, little changes, big effects. So that'll do it for our first takes
0: of the week. That's what we think you guys are going to be talking about. Takes. You could have waited until I, until I finished and you would have had a clear first take. You didn't have to come over me. <laughs> we got to work on the timing of that. First tip. That's better. First. All right, let's get I- into Mark's main attraction. Here we go. This <laughs> did you pause waiting for me to do the marks made attraction? No, it I, doesn't work. I gave up. I, I I figured I figured something. Well, listen, it's mark's a Marks made attraction. You're killing me, today, I meant. All right, it's a well-known secret that Disney uses devices that are called smelliters to pump in delicious scents around the parks and on attractions. Disney has always been about immersion and assaulting guest senses with sight, sound, and smells that are meant to evoke an emotional response. And Disney has ingeniously and strategically placed these smells in lobbies of hotels along major park locations and on iconic rides to bring back park patrons that joy and stimulate their best memories that are associated with the sights and the sounds of the parks. So, Greg, I thought today... We're going to count down the best smells and their locations at Disney world in the parks and in the resorts. And we're going to give them our top 10 stinky Disney moments in no particular order. And as figment says, Greg, the nose knows Greg. (gasps) Is that my buddy figment? Did he just come to join us? He did, but he's gone. He came and he left.
1: (laughs) By figment. <laughs> All right. Why don't you kick One, two, it off? 1, 10, 11, 12. So why don't you kick it off with our number
0: 10? Again, these are in no particular order, but Greg, why don't you start us off with our
1: number 10 smelliest area of Disney in a good way. What a great idea you came up with, Mark. And so we're going to start at number 10, obviously like I'm being didactic. That's not so, what you said
0: to me. You were like, Mark, your idea stinks,
1: and I was like, oh, "Exactly, Greg." Oh, you were. Oh, see, you were being clever, and I, I was being silly. Main Street USA, Mark. I, I when we talked about it, I had to put that in first. So. It's a combination of just so many various smells that bring you instantly back to the magic. Seriously, candy and the confectionery wafting through Main Street confectionery. The smell of vanilla and waffles, cotton candy and popcorn in some corners. There is nothing more familiar and joy inducing than walking onto Main Street USA and just taking a deep breath. Some people say the scent is purposefully pumped into the area and isn't a byproduct of the ice cream shop, confectionery, or other eateries. Either way, we love it. I'm going to add just a small thing here, Mark. I had to go out and buy the new Munchlings. Mm. They have a Baymax, which is a giant Munchling. Uh, It's S'mores Baymax, so it looks like he's in a s'more. He is the s'more between two graham crackers and a piece of chocolate. It smells just like Main Street USA. And I keep it on my bed. Craig, are you satisfied with your s'more? oh yes i am thank you (laughs) and main street usa takes the number 10 spot mark yeah i mean and again these are in no particular order because there's a lot of
0: people that'll have main street usa as like their number one if we were to put them in order i don't know how you like rank smells you know what i mean you can list them and say these are our favorites but i don't know
1: how i'm sure if we had a lot of money and a lot of people we could probably figure out how to rank smells or it would be a (laughs) rank smell be like, we are basing this
0: off of nuttiness. <laughs> Whichever one has the most nuttiness is <laughs> the winner. <laughs>
1: hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. You get number nine. Yeah, number nine. Really, nice. these numbers don't matter. They, We're just, they're just A, arbitrary. Letter A, B. Look, it's
0: kind of like the way that you rank your Rushmore's. <laughs> We're doing that with our smells. It's <laughs> the, the
1: worst ever. I numbers don't matter. Yeah, numbers don't, don't matter. My letters. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, number nine on our list is Avatar's Flight of Passage or it doubles as like Soarin' Polynesia because they're actually the same exact smell. But listen, the scent of Avatar's Flight of Passage, the scent is truly out of this world, pun completely intended, because nothing captures the spirit of Pandora like that simulator room as you walk in. Even before you enter the world of Avatar, the lingering smell from the last ride instantly brings you back to the core memory That was the first time that you flew on the back of an Ekron. Sivako, we are always down for this smell. It's like fresh water meets the tropics and it can't be mistaken. The minute that it gets in your nostrils, you will forever remember it. It like singes the memory of Avatar flight of passage in your brain. And when your nose gets hit with it, you feel like you are truly soaring above the floating mountains of Pandora Greg. It's number nine, but again, some people have this as like their number one avatar flight of passage or the Soarin' Polynesia. Mm. God, I love that smell, dude.
1: So I'll tell you something funny. I've never smelled it on avatar, but you can smell it distinctly in soaring or Tahiti, whatever that yeah, part is with the dead dolphin.
0: It's, Just mm-hmm.
1: and Jack Sparrow's walking.
0: <laughs> There is a dead dolphin on the beach in Sorin, I believe. I it. know. I've seen it. You pointed it out every single time. I know.
1: Did <laughs> you know like, that was Jack Sparrow walking it's across like the beach? Dead puppies. No, I did not. Wait, who <laughs> smells like dead puppies?
0: No, the, the, are, who is it that does dead puppies?
1: Dead puppies.
0: <laughs> do you remember the song? Dead
1: yes, I, I sing it. Every time I sing it, we end up with a new dog around here. And ask Holly, that's a true story. Every don't, time well, I sing that song, don't sing we it. get a new puppy. Yeah, don't sing it because then you'll have to get another dog. All right, man. Is that Spike Jones? Spike, Spike Jones. No, that's not a Spike Jones thing. <laughs> what do we have at number eight? I think that's Spike Jones. I don't, number eight is not dead puppies nor the scent of them i don't know why mark brought that up what a horrible human being sorry he is for even bringing that up um i love my dog mark i'm gonna go hug her right now the polynesian resort lobby mark mm. of course it has to be on the list doesn't matter what number As soon as you pass the waterfalls and the tiki torches, you are greeted with one of the best-smelling lobbies at Disney World. Many lobbies have their own unique smell, but the poly stands head and shoulders above all others. It's a flowery scent with hints of tropical fruit, Uh, That may or may not be duplicated in other places, Um, but I always attribute the smell to the poly. Even if it's used at other deluxe resorts, just as you associate Dole Whips with the poly, so too is this incredible essence of the South Seas. When I catch a whiff of this smell, I'm ready for Ohana, Dole Whips, and a delicious noodles. Mark, is there a better lobby to you than the poly? There really isn't. There really isn't. It is the greatest
0: smell. And I don't know why. It's just the greatest smelling lobby. Uh, I love walking in there and just getting instantly laid. And then going over to my reservation for Ohana and having those pot stickers and the noodles, catching a little Dole Whip on the on the tail end of it,
1: maybe watching the fireworks over on the beach. I, I hope you say that when I pick you up, when next time I pick get you. Well, you're coming down in March. I'm, I, I'm happy you're like, yeah. man, every time Greg picks me up, I get laid. Let's go to the Poly. <laughs>
0: look it really is the best smelling lobby not all lobbies are created equally and there's other lobbies that are on this list but in my opinion the poly is the best in in my humble opinion and it's just my opinion nothing beats the poly It's
1: it's a good opinion it's a great opinion honestly
0: all right let's go over to the magic kingdom while we're over on the monorail loop and let's get into the parks and talk about what i think is one of the best smelling rides in all of the parks and it's one that you wouldn't think would, would smell good given the content of the ride itself and that I'm talking about Pirates of the Caribbean and what they call the quote unquote smell of water I can tell you this
1: oh yo a pirate's life for me <laughs> Greg
0: I can tell you this man I've smelled a lot of water in my life you know when you like take water in your nose mistakenly It does not smell like that. The incredible smell that you get from the smell of water on Pirates of the Caribbean is simply amazing. And it's right when you meet Red in the auction scene, you're just hit with like one of the best smells in all of the parks. Dubbed the smell of water, it's unmistakable. And when you smell it, you are instantly transported to some of the best Disney memories that you have on Pirates of the Caribbean. Disney does such a good job of making dirty pirates smell good that no matter how little they shower, these pirates are just some of the best smelling in the history of the man of mankind. Is there a better smelling ride? Possibly not. Unless you count the diversity of smells on another ride, I'm going to go out there and say smell of water is probably the best smell on any ride in the parks for me,
1: Greg. I'm going to admit something. I am about to be turned 48 in the next few days. Um, and every time I go down a water slide, I smell the water. You want to smell the water? I just, I don't know how to blow out of my nose and not get the water up my nose. So I drink the water through my nose. Uh, so yeah, I know how that smells. The smell of Pirates of the Caribbean is so fantastic. And it's, that smell is around every other water ride also. Um, but it's just, there's something special about walking through the queue and you're like, Hey Greg, we're almost there. What did the water, what did the water smell
0: like on Splash Mountain? Chlorine and racism
1: (laughs) 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 Sorry I'm sorry I had to do it I had to do it I'm sorry, I had to. What what does the water (laughs) under the sea smell like? (laughs) What? Water and racism. Oh, no. All right, man. Take take us on our number six best smell over at Disney. Speaking of good people in this world, obviously, we are soaring around the world. The smell of jasmine, grass, obviously, sea salt, all combined with the stunning imagery to make you feel like you are actually there. In Soarin' Apple over California, they pump in oranges too, which we need down here. Thank you, Disney. To enhance the experience in this virtual flight over some of the world's most iconic locations. Not Every scene has a smell, but the ones that do provide a calming and familiar effect, whether you're, whether you soared for the first time or the 50th time, this is probably the best all around smelling ride just because of the smelling diversity, smell diversity. <laughs> yeah. That's smell a,
0: diversity. That's the thing. We're making it a thing like metal wall smell, smell versity or smell diversity is becoming a thing here now.
1: I mean, I, I, yeah, look, let's be more
0: inclusive of all smells, all the smells. I want all the smells.
1: Look, so I, I, I always wondered, and this is what blows my mind about Disney. Yeah they will pump that scent out into different sections of the ride. And some of them are only maybe 30, 45 seconds apart. Mm-hmm. Somehow they are able to pull the scent back out of the room and pump in a new scent on top of it. And it's magical how it's done. I love it. Soaring around the world for me is that grass scene, with oh, that just that must, that earthy that right. yes. tone. They
0: hit it. Dude, they hit it just right. Right when that elephant is like, throwing that dirt on you. Like you're already immersed in that grass smell. And it's like, I'm, I'm on the plane. Like I, I'm there. I'm on safari. And How I'm does all, Disney I'm make that stuff open. happen? Yeah. So, I mean, and again, you get the Polynesian, like that Tahitian smell, which is also used over in, in Pandora. So in a way, like, is this the winner of the greatest smells in Disney? What's well, got the most of them. I mean, there's like four or five scenes that have
1: these like crazy good, good, good smells. I, so I would definitely put it towards the top, if not the top. So well, yeah, you may be right. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll figure out a poll
0: on this. Greg, let me tell you something. I don't always get stuck on a ride, but when I do, it's right where Rome is burning. And that's our number five smell, man, because I don't always love the smell of burning wood or cinders, but when I do love it, you know what? It's on Spaceship Earth. Rome is burning, and you know what? I'm here for it. The sequence with the burning of the library in Alexandria is certainly one of the most memorable sequences over at Epcot Spaceship Earth. And the reason is because there's a hint of that, uh, that smell where it's like, is my house on, or is the ride on fire? Is my house on fire? It triggers you. And for some people, they actually get, if they're on the ride for the first time, they get like a little PTSD thinking that the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. We don't need no water, let that, just- that mother burn burn spaceship earth burn. Um, they use a little hint of that smell on pirates of the Caribbean too. If it's working correctly, sometimes it's strong and sometimes it's like very faint over in the room. That's like the whole, the whole town is on fire, but, um, it's often lost sometimes too, because of the smell of water, let's be honest. But it seems like I always get stopped on this part of the ride. And like, I linger in the smell of Rome burning for a longer than usual time. Greg, do you get triggered by Rome burning, or is this a pleasant smell for you? Because this might be the most controversial smell. Some people love it, and some people are like, oh, no, this smell gives me straight-up anxiety. Where do
1: you fall? Uh, Hopefully not off the ride. Well, yeah, we all hope that. Yeah. Okay, so...
0: All right, man. Then take us to I number four. You, you're very like, yeah, you're very opinionated on that one. I, I'm yeah. thinking like Greg's gonna give me some good sound, but you're like, nope. no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it's a good ride. All right, love you picked number four personally, and I agree with you. But you personally handpicked this this one.
1: Just how you have strong opinions about the Polynesian Mark, I have just a strong opinions of the yacht and beach club lobby. There's that fresh smell in both lobbies, like a fresh aloe mixed with fresh air meant to evoke the smell of sand and sea. Mm. These two lobbies have a relaxing and fresh aroma, welcoming guests to two of the most laid back hotels in Walt Disney world. Uh, Caution. Don't venture too close to Cape May cafe. Lest you experience will be ruined by the overwhelming aroma of seafood (laughs) that is being prepared as part of the nightly buffet. Um, This was uh, top of my list, but Beach Club has nothing but great memories for uh, both us and Mark and his family. Uh, Mark, uh, this reminds me of being down at uh, Atlantic City, just south of there uh, in Cape May, New Jersey. Um, Sorry, uh, uh, Ocean City, New Jersey, which to me, if I don't have that smell of seafood along with that breeze... it's not the same thing. I'm walking on the boardwalk. I got French fries yeah. and seafood boiled and going crabs. on in the same thing. And crabs and, and crabs. I have that, that well, It I takes you back to that. your
0: teenage years, man. You had French fries and crabs. She was good. <laughs>
1: so Movement. I, I
0: love, I love beach club. Beach club has like, um, say by the bell vibe to me. And I don't know why, like, I feel like we're going to go to like Max's. And
1: that's, that's kind of what I thought. Oh my of- gosh, you just nailed it, right? That's what yacht and beach club reminds me of. So last time we were at yacht club. Oh, Mark, you just sparked a memory. <laughs> there is this guy from like Long Island or somewhere in the city. Just this over. He is, he has pumped way too much weight in his life and he decided to put on the world's smallest shirt on top of it. So he's, he's busting out of every seam and he's like oh sir do you know where this is and he's doing one of those it's over there brother and you're like whoa settle down you're gonna pop a seam that's the Yacht and Beach Club. It reminds me of Long Island's <laughs> over the top, so, muscle bound Italian guys who are going to—they're either the nicest guys or they're going to kill you. Do you remember
0: on Saved by the Bell? I think it was like one or two seasons when Zach Morris got the job,
1: like at the the swanky no, hotel. One hundred percent. Tell so, you if you're talking about Saved by the Bell, no.
0: Okay, so the one side is like the traditional. Bayside high school. And then the other side is when he got that summer job. They all did. They all got summer jobs over at the swanky hotel. That's like the yacht club side. And then Max's is, is the, the beach club side. Like that's Say by the bell to me. Look, did I have the peach pit? was that the peach pit peach pit? No, no, no. Peach pit is 90210. Da-na-na-na. Oh, the same thing. Saved
1: <clears throat> by yeah, the bell is thing. the peach pit just a few years earlier. Correct.
0: Correct. Yeah. So I look, I have great memories as a child, of of that resort. But I'm the so sorry, the s- I don't know why that went off the rails. No, it that was phenomenal. Like anytime that you want to talk like vintage television, like I'm your Huckleberry, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number 3, and I'm going to handle this one because Greg might break out into tears and he might actually cry if he has to cover number 3 s- because the next scent that is really a, an iconic scent of Disney is going to be retired soon, but we want to pay this smell it's due before we say goodbye. And that is Greg, the incredible smell that we associate with every Disney resort, because it's the smell of the H2O bath and body products that are a part of every hotel experience at Disney. Now, Greg, I know In the preparation of this brand retiring, you were on a mission to hoard the shampoo and the conditioners, much like Elaine's quest on Seinfeld to stock up on a specific item that she wanted in her life. We're not going to talk about that. But has Disney said. I love that that's where we drew the line. That's where we went with this. So, Greg, has Disney announced this is a legit question. Has Disney said what they're going to be replacing the H2O inventory with yet? Like, because Uh, it's it's happening soon.
1: No, it's already happened. Yeah, all the um, all the H two O plus signage is now gone from inside of all hotels. If you look at the soap and the dispensers, it looks like the same soap and dispensers, just no H two O plus logo on it. So, did they own the formula and they just got rid
0: of the brand? Like, what's going I, on? I don't know. I I unfortunately. All right, am let's not do some investigative. Could we or, do some investigative reporting? On this, can we get Kojak
1: on this? I need to know. Well, I, I need too. to know. I'm literally sitting around with my H2O Beauty Sea Salt Body Lotion. Which
0: <laughs> wait, did you like? Uh. Did you like spray yourself in the face with it before? <laughs> like you, you like shot I, yourself in the eye with.
1: it? You're I, like, <laughs> I did. I was playing with it too hard <laughs> and it shot in the eye. Uh, my like, mom always said don't play with it or you're gonna you're, take your eye out like, and i did Mark. You did, we were that was like earlier today it, like, was, it was during ad company the other day that's we were right. literally recording and i was like hey look i got my H square i was like i'm burnt you really did you shot yourself in the face with it oh. all right man let's <laughs> really let's mean. move on to our number two spell at disney Oh, Mark, I don't care where it is, what park we're in. There is nothing better than a simple popcorn stand cart. The smell of freshly popped Disney popcorn is simply euphoria. We can hardly resist the urge to buy popcorn, and I feel like they strategically plate around the park so that you really can't escape the parks without getting popcorn at some point or another. I know, Mark, you're a huge fan of the popcorn, uh, and I am a huge fan of the buckets. Uh, This is actually uh, a very smart and diet-friendly snack compared to some other parks. Yeah, you
0: need to, listen, truth bombs, more popcorn for you, man. More popcorn, less sugar. Can we do this? Because I love you. I love you. I'm having an intervention. We're holding an intervention live on the radio right now. <laughs> Does it have to be popcorn? Because those kernels always get stuck in my throat. But yeah, what do, you, like, ah, what do you want? Ah, I'm, I will take the popcorn over that sawdust Mickey
1: pretzel any day, Greg. And that's a hot Oh, and you're right. Okay. That's not a hot take. Take the popcorn, man. Listen, Disneyland is known for their churros. But okay. I will put our Walt Disney World popcorn against their churro any day of the week. It's good. It's really good. The popcorn's very good, man. So I agree with you. What I'm saying is very good, Mark.
0: All right. uh, We're going to pause for a second because before we get to our number one, Greg, we're going to talk about some not so great smells at Disney. That's right. It's kind of like the Razzies of our smell episode. I'm looking at you, Tomorrowland Speedway, because you stink, literally stink. I'm also talking about you, musty water over at Epcot that smells like sewage and zest and there's some there's some patches where you walk by some of that water at Epcot and it's like, ooh, ooh, that's test ripe. Test track. Or mm. how about the overwhelming smell of ketchup at Casey's Corner? It's like someone sprayed the condiment over every single wall and then they just let it dry. You can never get the smell of old ketchup e- out ew, of Casey's Corner. Ew, what what ew, is that, Mark? Ew, ew, what is that? Or the winner is the smell of the monorail, Greg, on a hot July day. Oh, it's just not good. Uh, but let's, no, ha- let's have a second no. intervention for today, Greg. And let's just say there are some flatulent seasons at Disney as well. And there's some seasons where people be beefing all over the place. Hmm. Nothing, nothing Ooh. is like getting crop dusted by a guest. Ooh. And sometimes that guest is Greg on a ride Ooh. queue. Greg, should we tell the Space Ranger spin story from Disneyland? Because that Marka. was like mutually assured destruction. You thought that, that was that was pretty bad. It was bad. You want to te- Do you want to tell it or you want to skip it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so <laughs> we were in queue. For <laughs> Space Ranger Spin, is that correct, Mark? Whatever, whatever Buzz Lightyear is over at Disney, and right. it's
0: not. Yeah,
1: Space and Ranger. And as we walking through there, I could feel my gastrointestinal uh, bubbles building up in the lower extremities, and I was like, "Oh no, this is not going to be good." And, and we we had eaten pretty poorly for a few. Yeah, days. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you pulled, um, you pulled an Elsa. Let's just say you pulled an Elsa <laughs> and you I, let it I go. I did very, very badly, but. When I did it, we were in front of fans. I did not realize that the line was going to stop dead when I did it. I thought we were going to keep walking, and I could blame it on, like, five people behind me and be like, oh, my God, who did that? Was that you? Ew. Instead, we got stuck in our own stench. Um, No, no, not our our stench. Oh, not our. Taking you down with me.
0: I went down with the ship and oh, I and I was, wasn't even responsible. Dude, it, it was, was the worst the worst thing that I've ever experienced in my life.
1: Like I was gagging. I was like, oh uh, uh, Greg, what did you do to us? It was, and I played it up, Mark. Did I not have the most stoic face? Like, mm-hmm. no, you Nothing just happened here. You just looked Nothing like the cat here. that ate the canary for a minute. And yeah. I was like, please, God, let us keep walking. Uh, that's my new. Um, yeah. if, uh, somebody, if somebody in a uh, mobile <laughs> scooter rams into the back of me on purpose, that's my go to defense. That's your go to defense? You're like a squid. Mm.
0: You are like a squid from like Nemo. Oh, I just inked. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that sits a little bit too deep with me, Mark. Let's
1: move on. All
0: right, here we go, man. This is the number one. Greg, shout out to you for pulling this one out because you are 1000% right. It might be the number one. It might be your number 10. But for us, we're just listing it here at number one. And that is the Epcot World Showcase. Look, what is better than the Epcot World Showcase? It's just got a dazzling array of smells, food booths. You've got the Karamakucha over there, the festival food booths. Every 10 to 15 feet is another like dizzying amount of smells, and it's just like a culinary experience that's just going to leave you wanting to eat copious amounts of foods. You can travel throughout the world, and you can traverse the World Showcase getting some of the best smells in, in the world. And Greg, to go and circle back, as we say... As Figment says, Greg, the nose knows, Greg. Hey, P- are you back again? No, Greg. I'll see you <laughs> later. <laughs> One little spark, Greg. <laughs> One little spark, buddy. Good to
1: see you so, again. Thanks, Figment. Uh, that's it, we'll man.
0: That's, it. that's our yeah. top 10 smells. Disney is a stinky place, mostly for the good or the monorail or standing with Greg in line for Astro Blasters. Astro Blasters. That's what it's called. Astroblast.
1: Oh, there were some blasters going on. There was but Mark, Mark, there was before blasters. we move on, I know we only normally do three segments on this show. Whoa. I am throwing you a special Greg special game segment. Mark, before we move on to the Disney College of Knowledge, I have come up with something fun for us today, Mark. What's happening right now, Mark? Today, what I do? spun the segment randomizer. Did you know we now have a segment randomizer? We do? we Well, we do now. This so is a magnificent up. idea. Oh my God. So buckle up, because today we play ROV. That's right. Repeatedly, one night stand, or vaulted. Yes, I, this is based off of FMK. I'm not going to say what that means, but um, marry and kill are two of the ending okay, words. Okay, wait, so. wait, wait. I have to write this down. <laughs> Wait, repeatedly? This is such a good idea, isn't it? Okay, so repeatedly, right? Uh, Repeatedly, yes. One Night Stand. This is the great movie. You are going to love this. One Night Stand, which means you will just watch it once and then it goes away. Or it goes into the Disney vault. Or we vault it. Okay. Okay, you got this. This R-O-V. R-O-V. Yes, my friend. Yes, I have a few questions for you. You this is let's get to know Mark Valentine edition here. At Diz life podcast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and gentlemen, join me on ROV. All right, Mark. Are you ready to play repeatedly one night stand or vaulted? Let's go. Let's go, my friend. All right. Some of these are going to be tough. Some of these are going to be easy, but we are going to start off with live action remakes. You can either pick Lion King, Aladdin, or Mulan. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. These are Some of these are going to be tough on you, uh, buddy.
0: Lion King repeatedly. Okay. Uh, Mulan one night stand. Aladdin vaulted.
1: All right. So Lion King repeatedly. That's great. That's good to know. Excellent. All right. Let's go to number two. Okay. We are going to Marvel. Some of these are going to make sense, Marvel. Oh, some of these okay. aren't. So Captain America's Winter Soldier, okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. Oh God! Black Panther. Oh my God! I hate you so much. I know. All three of these would. Here's I, the I, problem. You and I have not reversed this game. Last oh. time I was on the hot seat. Now it's okay, on you, my friend. So
0: all three of these are re- they're really repeatedly for me. So uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One repeatedly. One night mm. stand. Captain America and the Winter Soldier, just because I think it's, it's probably the best movie. It's the best non-Avengers movie. And then, sadly, just because I love the other two so much, Black Panther's got to get vaulted. It, wow. Black Panther's got to okay. get vaulted. And um, if you ask me the same question tomorrow, it might be completely different. But that's what I'm going with, and I can't
1: get emotional about that. That's it. Boom. All right, moving on. Disney Classics Music. We have Make My Music fun and fancy free or fantasia uh fantasia repeatedly what was the second one fun and fancy free yeah vault it vault it yeah you vaulted that so make my music is a one night stand one night stand yep (laughs) all right look that's pretty good all right let's go to disney classic princess movies okay cinderella sleeping beauty snow white Okay, uh,
0: <laughs> vaulting, we're vaulting Sleeping Beauty, mm-hmm. uh, it's got a great song, otherwise it's kind of a, it's a snoozer for me, sorry, I'm really sorry, uh, repeatedly Snow White, no, repeatedly Cinderella, One Night Stand, Snow White.
1: Alright, look, Dip, you're gonna stand by that, That this is your answers, my friend. I do like Cinderella, I like Cinderella yeah. a lot. Alright, we're gonna get a little tougher now. Okay. The Disney Renaissance era. Ooh repeatedly yep. one night stand
0: easily or vault. This is going to be easy for me. I'm telling you right now. Little mermaid. Yep. Repeatedly, beauty and the beast. Repeatedly. Lion King. Okay. Repeatedly, repeatedly little mermaid mm-hmm. one night stand, beauty and the beast. But that could also easily be repeatedly for me. Cause I love that one too. And I'm going to vault the lion King. Okay. Cause I have, listen, I have the live action version, which is essentially the same movie. to watch repeatedly. <laughs>
1: There you go. Uh, look, somehow this is going to work out for you. All right, Mark, here's going to get tougher. We have Disney mixed media films. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Okay. Mary Poppins. Ooh. Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Oh. Roger Rabbit.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, This is hot take. Roger Rabbit repeatedly. Mary Poppins, One Night,
1: and Bedknobs and Broomsticks. I love it, but let's vault it. All right. That's, you know what? I agree with you completely on that one. That's surprising. Surprising. All right, Mark. We only have four more. We are halfway through this, my friend. <laughs> you got a lot. And you've already ruined some movies and vaulted them. So, sorry. Let's see what we can do here. This one makes no sense, Mark. I just wanted to randomly put some Star Wars movies together. All right. You have Rogue One. Okay. Okay. Return of the Jedi. Jeez, I hate you. Okay. Attack of the Clones.
0: Okay, uh, we're vaulting clones, simply. Mm-hmm. Um, Return of the Jedi repeatedly, and I do love me Rogue One, but uh, I'm a, I'm 44, classic trilogy, all day, every day. Um, so I'm one night standing Rogue One. Acceptable.
1: Look, these are your answers. You can stand by it or not stand by. Yeah, it. clones. Uh, let's yeah. move on. Disney's newer princess movies, frozen mm-hmm. princess and the frog mm-hmm. moana oh that's hard um
0: i i think i should say frozen repeatedly because like it's true to life what dad didn't watch frozen repeatedly like we were forced to and you know what we came out the other end being better dads because of it so frozen repeatedly um moana is getting a one night stand although i could watch that repeatedly i could watch all three of these repeatedly uh i'm gonna vault princess and the frog the voodoo man, it scares me a little bit. Dr. Facilier
1: scares me. That's it, Mark. I thought I had more, but that's it, my friend. You just played ROV <laughs> on our brand new segment randomizer, Mark. Wow. Thank you so much for playing, everybody. Thank you for being around. If you have a segment randomizer you would like to hear in the future, look us up on DizLifePodcast Life Podcast on Instagram. That was
0: unexpected and very fun unplanned man all right we are gonna finish up our show here today with the segment that we call disney's college of knowledge that's where we challenge yeah miss elizabeth (laughs) that's where we challenge our listeners to see what they know about the walt disney company and its theme parks you can message your answers to this week's trivia question to at DizDIS Life Podcast on Instagram. We will choose the winner from amongst the correct answers and then send along a prize package from all of us here at Chip and Company. Last week, we asked, What is the name of Tron's nemesis from the 1982 original film Tron? And our winner was Jeremy Hunt, our good friend from Walk About the World podcast. You can follow Jeremy and his team over at Walk About WDW on Instagram. It is an amazing podcast. Definitely listen to their incredible show to bring you a touch of Disney when you're missing the parks. He told us the correct answer. He actually gave us both. He gave us Dillinger and he gave us Sark. So both of those are correct for the master control program. The man knows his Tron. Greg.
1: And quickly did he know his Tron. Dude, it was like, it, I, you ooh. know
0: he did not Google it. No. No. So, Greg, what do we got this week on Disney's College of Knowledge
1: trivia question? Mark, nobody understood smell better than Bambi's skunk friend. See where I'm going with it? See, see that one? I, We're all about I, smells yeah. today. Too bad his mom didn't smell the mm. human. So, in this week's College of Knowledge, Mark, we ask what is the name of the skunk from the 1942 animated Disney classic film Bambi? Did, did we really need to add all that stuff? We oh, just said listen, he's Bambi. We
0: you know what? Listen, we're giving them a little bit of a softball this week. I want to see a lot more people get in. We were we were deep cut with, with
1: Trump. Did you just two syllable the word in? Did I? Yes, you went I, 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 in, in. Well, look, we were we were deep cut. <laughs> last week with
0: Tron so this week we're giving a little bit of a softball remember we love it when you play Disney's College of Knowledge we don't oh, want yeah. them all to be difficult questions we want you to play send us a message over to at Dislife Podcast get in the mix and you can win a prize package from us here at Chip and Co we want you to play and we love the feedback when you get involved and you play Disney's College of Knowledge dude this was so much fun I love your new segment that's got to stick around uh, so it's random totally random but that's going to do it for another episode of us here at Disney podcast as always want to thank you for living your best disney life with greg and me don't forget to join us this week for more incredible disney news and content here on the chip and company podcast network and as always greg we hope the rest of the week is filled with faith trust and pixie dust smell you later greg Diz Life Podcast is brought to you by the Happiness is Addictive Collection. Happiness is Addictive is passionate about spreading laughter and creating smiles worldwide. They love bringing their global community together through optimism, cheer, hopefulness, merriment, and celebrating life's magical moments. They know how important it is to celebrate life's adventures, and their apparel will give you everlasting, one-of-a-kind memories through pixie-dusted family photos, compliments from park guests, and magical moments with cast members. They pride themselves on high-quality, custom-made apparel at competitive prices with world-class service. Let them help you create a lifetime of memories, whether you're Disney bounding, kicking it poolside, participating in run Disney marathons, having costumed adventures, or just living your best Disney life. You can find their Happiness is Addictive shop on Etsy. You can also find them on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Pinterest. They are proud to be featured in Indie Central Florida, the Thoughtful Gift Club, and now here on Dislife Podcast. Their collection was founded by a 15-year former cast member who knows how to enhance your magical moments for a lifetime of memories With your family. Don't forget to use promo code DISLIFE15 to take an extra 15% off. What are you waiting for? Head over to Etsy and start getting happy today. Follow the link in our show notes and you'll find out for yourself that happiness is addictive.